mic up. Turn my mic up. Ready on the right. Hey yo, calm down, nigga. Ready on the left. Hey yo, calm down, nigga. Ready on the right. Hey yo, calm down, nigga. Ready on the left. Oh my lord, it is the international Bad Boys are not at home Hour of power, we are back in uh, I listened to, uh, I thank you Steve for bringing the heat last week With me taking a little break from comedy I had to take a little time off from stand up Yeah, well thanks for trusting from, me From doing podcasting you know, I, you know, I had fun uh, Vegas Kevin says you're going to be a superstar. Th- thank you, Vegas Kevin. Vegas Kevin, because he's from Canada, but he loves Vegas. Who doesn't love Vegas? Who doesn't love Vegas? I no, love but Vegas. everybody loves Vegas. I, I'm thinking about having a place there and a place here. Do you get a place there? The last time I was there, I was on Redfin, you know, like that real yeah. estate app. Yeah. Kind of just plug it in, push wherever you're at. There's houses for like 170000 I'm telling, I'm telling you, that's a payment of like $500 a month. Yeah, five hundred dollars a month. You could have a house. You and another bro. Hey, for two fifty, two fifty, I spend that in fast food. Mama Mia. Yeah, yeah there you go, Mama Mia. It's a bit. Hey guys, real quick. Uh, this show is not possible with our good friends from Donut Time. Donut Time, located on Highland and Santa Monica, home of the Bear Claw. How do you find it? Oh, well, you know, you go down, well, it depends on where you're coming from, but just uh, it's located at nine nine five six seven two. Santa Monica Boulevard. Just go down now. If you can't find it, look for the tranny hookers. That's what it is. Also, uh, check in with Susie Cutie behind the counter. Tell her to uh, you know, give you your bad boys uh, Dude, discount. Dude, shout out to the bad boys. 10% discount. Can't guarantee that. Can't guarantee it. But, dude, really loving claw. the bear claw. Get a bear really claw. Really loving the half moons over there. You know what's so great about Donut Time besides the trannies? What's that? Is uh, uh, the, the freshness of the of It's the, always of fresh. The donuts. It's always fresh. Well, if there's one thing trannies know other than giving head, it, it's it's a good donut. Yeah. Trannies will not stand for a bad donut. Hey, you want you want to put a... You know what I mean? It's like it's like you want to put a donut shop on Hayden Ashbury. You better make sure the hippies are happy. Yeah, right. And the tran. I, I think uh, we should just we should shoot a commercial, an unofficial commercial, a donut time commercial. Bring it to Susie Cutie and see say, if all the trannies would like to throw in, like help us out. <laughs> Damn, that's a. I would love. Let's see if Ari will film it. I would love <laughs> just a forty-five second spot. And like, we just like crazy Gideons. I probably have to throw him twenty bucks or yeah, a bear claw. Bucks or a bear claw. And be like, hey, will you t- tell us how much you love tranny, love donut time? Oh yeah, like, oh, dude, that's funny, man. <laughs> Come for the bear claw, stay for the shade. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> Come for the bear claw, stay for the shade. Ooh, girl, uh, Steve, what have you been up to? I I don't know. I've been uh, I've been doing a. Uh, Doing a lot of stand-up. I've been I've been writing a lot of scripts. I've uh, I've been doing. That's all I'm doing. I've had a lot of great stuff going on, but it's all like kind of like it's down the pike. Don't talk know? about it if if it's that hasn't happened yeah, yet. Yeah, I There's, agree. I, all my books on success and the mat. You know, a great book. Uh, here's the beauty of of the YouTube generations. Everything's free. Yeah, great. If you guys are listening, you want to listen to something. You're in your car. You know, you're like, all right, I'm podcasted out. Just go on YouTube and, and listen to the it's I think it's Claude M Bristol the magic of believing and Liberace's uh, uh and there's a museum like a whole showcase to Liberace and in the very corner there's a little audio tape my friend went and it said I owe all my success to this book and it's here on tape you could buy it and I listened to it and it's it's incredible it's like a it's called the magic of believing and it's it's great it's and an audio book it's an audio book yeah so you can just get on YouTube for free just go type in magic of believing. The full things about I'm an sure hour. that guy's excited about that. They can just get his book out well, audio. Well, he's been dead since 1945. Well, I'm sure his, his kin. 
I, I love it. And one time he's like, I was on a troop train coming back in World War One. I. I didn't have a candy, a cigarette, or anything, any of the like. I looked around and I realized one day I would have a lot of money. Like, it was like, <laughs> it's like, it's good vibes, not that bad vibe, but he's like, and it was just the magic of bleeding. You know what I really love to do What's is uh, I love to uh, listen to, uh, I love to read Think and Grow Rich, but so funny because, is somebody knocking? Come in. Come in. Yeah, I think somebody's trying to get it. Yeah. Uh, I love to read it. Think but rich, it was yeah. written like in 1920s. Yes. So it's like this young Negro man came into the place <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he right. was hanging out and he did Negro things, yeah. but he believed in his Negroness. Yeah. You know? No, and then I remember that this book. This tiny Oriental woman walked in and she didn't take no for an answer. You know why she was successful? Because that Oriental woman believed in herself. No, <laughs> so. that's that's totally true. No, I, I read that book too. It's from that same generation. <laughs> yeah. They, they just talk like that, but the but the it's it's yeah it's it's the language is dated but it's it all goes back to belief whatever belief. you believe in yourself yes that's what, you know feng chao who will be on in a little bit in a little he, bit he believes in that and he believes in himself whatever you believe in you get that so and also another thing those books say is to not talk about your projects too much because it just it it spreads the energy out yes i agree with that i'm trying my hardest not well, to because well, to, to this town's all about guess what i got going on Guess what I got going on? But the people, Can you believe I got that going but the on? People who really have shit going on, dude. Jezelneck doesn't go around telling people what he's got going on. You see it when it's time. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Like, like if, like, you don't say like, hey, you know what I have going on. You're the only time like, I talk about what I'm going on is if I'm trying to pitch myself to somebody that I want to work with. Okay. So I'll be like, I got this, I got this, and I got this. I, and I, there's one thing I got going on, I, and it's classic naughty show. I can't talk about it. But, you know, just like some great shit's going on. But this town's all about, hey, dude, I, I hate that, you know, especially at the store sometimes, you got to fucking run your fucking I don't, I don't do it anymore. flag up the pole. Yeah. Can I talk about uh, where are you going to be real quick? I'm going to be at, at the comedy store. <laughs> I love you. I'm going to be at the comedy store tonight. I won't be doing Harvell's. I don't know what you said to those people, but I'm not booked there anymore. What? I'm just kidding. Okay. But I'm not going to be at Harvell's. I said tonight. I would go back there. I know. Well, you have to go back. I, I, I heard from a little birdie. You're getting a phone call from a 305. That's a Miami number where I'm thinking cocaine. I, right. I, I No, let's not talk about cocaine right now. You know? Go on. I'm listening. Okay. Jesus. Sensitive. Everybody's so sensitive today. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, okay. On... um. God damn it! I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing I'm doing a few podcasts. I'm doing a few shows. I didn't come in with my dates out of the gates. I'm gonna I'm gonna sorry for that. But also, would you add me on Facebook? Can I just Can I just plug that? P plug away, dog. Okay. S T E V E N R A N D O L P H. Add me on Facebook. I'll talk to anybody. It's also Stephen Randolph two on Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up. I say some weird that. shit. We do really quickly, and then you get your dates out of the gates. Yeah. Really quickly. There is a fan that makes great, great, great uh, little 15-second Instagram videos. We need you. I forgot what your name is. I can't. Sam or I both can't find you in the emails. We we have a couple of them up on our account. You said you were gonna buy us stickers, and it just didn't happen. We need which you. Is Where fine. are you? Where are Where you? Are we you? love we need your videos. videos. We need your videos. We need videos. Uh, my buddy runs the. Uh, um, all the social media for all things comedy I'll and the comedy you know, store, I, I, and he I, needs you too. So call us, man. It's, it's fucking. There's a we all need you. We need you. So uh, I want to talk at, about a couple. Okay, first of all, I will be at the UC Irvine Comedy Festival this Friday night. Uh, it's not my show. Okay. I'm getting booked in it. I'm sure I'm gonna be at the comedy store. Be at the uh, hopefully the haha -ha, the comedy store this weekend. Uh, and listen, 
I am uh, now working on doing private shows, meaning, let's say, you got a birthday. You yeah. got a big event coming up. Bachelor party. You bachelor party. You want somebody to roast your buddies, call me. Now, I had a, a nice guy from Sweden hit me up. Offer me five hundred dollars to come to Sweden. Um, and plane tickets? Uh, we didn't. But the point is this: I appreciate the offer. I love you very much. We'll work out numbers. But I can come out and rock. Why go to Comic Club? Why not come see? Have me come to your house, rock in your living room, rock at your wedding. I guarantee you an hour of power. You will be cool with your friends. You'll bang all the bitches. They'll be like, "You brought out Sam Tripoli. He was in my living room. Let me fucking crush that." Dude, try to fuck my sister. Did I? No. Uh, no, I would no. never do that, dude. I, I walk with respect, bro. Always. I walk in first, who can I fuck? And point them out. I've, I've heard you do that before. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. I walk in, who can I fuck? Uh, real quick, want to get into my week. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I shopped for MTV last Thursday. How'd it go? It was uh, fun. Great. Very thankful for MTV for putting a 40-year-old on. Yeah, we love that. They sure don't put music on. Uh, they're starting to. Do you know because Prince pa- passed away, they started running videos. They got such huge numbers. They're like, maybe we should do videos. Wait, again. music television is running music? Crazy idea. No, 100%. I'll tell you what happened to MTV and I'll get my thing. Jackass. MTV. No, it wasn't even just Jackass. Was Tom Green on it? Jackass. I mean, I'm going to say something fucking. Am I, I love the gay community. It became too too gay. They were just doing every show is about bisexual, biracial high school kids making out with each other. Yeah. And the, nobody, no, I'm not against it. We don't hate own. that. I don't hate it. I'm not saying we'll it's jerk bad. off to it. But when I turn on MTV, oh, that's, I want to listen to Steve. I want to listen to some thing. Puff Daddy. Yeah. Uh, I want to listen to. Well, it's just like you know, television is such an interesting thing because it only play it like. It just—it's trying to get an agenda across sometimes instead of being what it's meant to be, which is like television and movies are so different. Movies—they gotta get you to the movie theater, so they gotta cast a huge net, so they're trying to appeal to you. Whereas television's like, no, we want these people to be seen, and they're trying to push out what I consider an agenda. Garbage. Every every channel is—it's all like a bunch of sheep, and they're just like, what do we want? What do we want? Do you know how many? Right after Workaholics came out, um, I, I took a few meetings. This was like fuck, 2011. We got into like three, four different big, big uh, studios with, with my buddy Bill, and my buddy Dodd, and they're like, basically, we're gonna be real honest. What we're looking for is a workaholics, and we go, oh, cool, okay, like, like show like work. We're basically looking for, and all four networks, they're like, that worked, that accidentally roll the dice worked, so now we're trying to get a weird black dude, a weird white dude, and a gay dude who just says the craziest things, and they're all going to work together and get in some silly situations. Is that you guys? I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to Hollywood. So anyways, uh, so I do MTV, and it's a lot of fun, but here's the craziest. It's a a storytelling show, right? Fair enough. They wouldn't have my shit. So- I, I'm about to do this show, and uh, so I'm supposed to close it out, which is the story of my life. I'm always going last in the show. By the miracle of God, and which I think is a miracle at this time, I get asked to go earlier in the show. It's, a, it's like a large black crowd. I was supposed to follow this sassy black chick, very funny lady, very cool. I get moved to the second show. I go from last, get moved. To, I have to follow Lil Esther. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. That's that's a different kind of work that I got put in. So the the guy who's open for a show is some dude from Chicago. I forget his name. Very funny guy. He's going up. He's doing his set. You're supposed to do 10 minutes. They're like, do not go over 10 minutes. We're like, okay. He's doing his set. Halfway through his set, 
One of the producers comes down because Lil Esther's waiting and I'm waiting with her. Comes down to us five minutes before Lil Esther's about to go up, goes to us, and I'm following her. Hey, we need you to cut your set. Only do five minutes. I'm like, what? He's like, only do five minutes. I'm like, what? What? I'm about to go do national television. You want me to edit on the go? I'm up on stage in five minutes. You're asking me to edit my act? Yep. And fuck, dude. I had to edit my act. How'd you like, do? I go out. I do well. I forget one line in my opening joke. And then after that, start I'm just murder. You do well on television. You always told me that. I've seen your, your stuff on TV. You do the well only on- time it doesn't go well, and it's been once, is uh, because the production company was dog shit. This was a great production company. They did great. Uh, it's fun. And the reason I get mad is because it's a, it's a storytelling show, right? Yeah. It's like you're supposed to tell... Tell a story. I, I, t- I talked to those people about doing that show. Can I tell you my experience about doing well, it? Well, no, no, let me finish. Okay, sorry. So, so we're doing a storytelling show, and uh, for each time they reenact your story, you get paid $1,500. Mm-hmm. So to cut my set, so that's one less story I could tell. Oh, wow. So it's like, fuck. So now I'm rushing through to get as many stories out as possible. So I got all the stories. I got two out of the three stories I was going to tell. In five minutes? Yeah. Two stories? Yeah, Auntie, because good, dude. they weren't really stories. They were just like kind of epic rants Yeah, they, for me that because like the stories I wanted to tell, they're like no drugs. I'm like, it's MTV. You were built on drugs. I, I, I got that audition too. Like I got the first phone audition. Uh, they, they saw me at Potluck or whatever and was like, hey, we'd, we'd love to see this MTV. We'd love to get on a phone call with you about uh, telling some stories for MTV. I said, OK, cool. Got on the phone. What do you got? I told like told them a couple of my stories. They're like hilarious, hilarious. Okay, we're gonna call you back, okay, for, with my producers. They call back. Steve, <laughs> love the stories. Instead of cocaine, can it be weed? And and instead of this, can it be like maybe she was in a bikini? And instead, of, and, I, and I was like, no. Why? No, dude. I'm not. No. Why? No. Why? That's not real. That's Why? not me. I didn't quit real estate to fucking sell real estate. But you did quit real estate to tour and do a credit on TV is a credit on you know, TV. Guys, you know what was weird? I was smoking ganj. Now, I'm talking about Crystal Buds from Vancouver when it was really hookers and blow. No, no. Okay. Go, right. You, don't, you don't go to Slayer and say, right. hey, instead of talking about blood right. and gore, why don't you just say you got a little dirty in the trash can? Fuck that. All right. All right. All right. Hey, Steve. We love the story. Uh, quick shout out real quick. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Why are you so angry? You made a decision. Why, if you don't agree with that decision, why are you so angry right because now? Because it's fear. We all know anger is fear, Sam. No, let me it's tell just you. Like- yes, anger is fear. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. You know what I'm afraid of? Why? I'm not going to get on TV doing the shit that I want to do, yeah. and I got to play fucking little magic elf games. Well, some people play the game, <sighs> and some people don't play the game. So the key is how can you do what you want to do while getting it on television? Dude, you could be a dream of my own shit and take no. All right, this dude, is heartbreaking. Look how angry he's getting. Cause, it, cause my heart's broken right now. All right, while well, Steve simmers over there contemplating going on a rampage, I want to do a quick uh, shout out to a young lady. I'm not gonna say her last name. Martha Ann. Okay, oh. Martha was nice enough. She wrote uh, to All Things Comedy about her podcast. Anyway, dear All Things Comedy, your podcast means your podcast means so much to me. I've listened to every Crab Feast and most of Sam and Steve's International Bad Boys Hour. Jay, Ryan, uh, Ryan Sickler, that'd be, Sam and Steve have kept me sane while I was struggling with addiction, depression, 
and anxiety that so many people seem to face. Healing with comedy really is amazing. I listen to something that you produce almost every day, and I had to reach out and let you know that you have had an impact. You have impacted my life in such a positive way. I would uh, go through. She, see, then she talks like I can't really give you anything. I'm, I'm, I'm financially broke. No, it's okay. And we don't need anything. She does say she's a 27 year old woman. So I mean, we could work. Something There's something out. that she can. We give. could work some now. Always go work something out. Airtight. You know what I'm saying? No, only kidding. Uh, real quick, <laughs> Martha. No, that means Ann, a lot. Thank you very much. Well, uh, that means the world to us. I, I, I don't know if you want us to read it, but I felt like reading it because it was that's just nice the stuff to get you going. I've read the comments on iTunes. They're they're so nice. Everybody loves the international bad boys. I love doing this show. You know, like when when last well, week we that's like, why I gotta tell you, uh, our our next guest is replacing you. I'm sorry about that. It's like everything in China, just like every no. Sit down, dude. It's a joke. All right, all right. Sensitive Steve. He's so fucking sensitive. No, I'm gonna just water myself down. I want to get on TV. I'm gonna. <laughs> hey guys, freaking it's freaking weird out there, right? <laughs> I was I was uh waist deep in some weed. <laughs> oh. All right, all right, all right. All right, dude. All right. Is that what I have to do? No, it's like, dude, I could be up there all day just doing bits about smoking crack with robots. Yes! But if it's uh, you got to get on I don't care who you are. All right, There's all right. an element of television that you have to do. The last guy to blow up off of no TV, maybe, Who? maybe Jim Jeffries, maybe, but still, he did fucking, uh, he did uh, 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 Down and Dirty, then he did an hour special on Comedy Central, and he plays within a fucking parameter. Even as edgy as that guy is, if you watch him, it's within a parameter. I it- saw him go, to, I saw him at the K-Rock show four or five years ago, fucking scorch earth in front of like 8,000 people at that uh, right. Universal. Right, 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 right. I'm just telling you, dude. All right. Well, I'm just heartbroken. I'm just a little frustrated. Uh, it's not the wor- end of the world. Get I on the good- board, dude. Get on the board. That's all I got to say. All right. Okay. Get on the board. Let me think about it. Oh, oh, really quickly. So so uh, I, had, I had a reality check. My uh, uh, Danny, Gypsy Danny. Yeah? Gypsy Danny says, what's up? Tell he him wants hello. to call in. He loves hello. you. Um, he, said, he said hello. He said hello to you. Um. He goes, all right, so your vision of being a world-famous actor and comedian, he goes, how much, so that's your vision, right? He goes, how much time are you spending on your vision a week? Okay, I'm like, fuck, dude, an hour at the podcast, hour and a half podcast, six minutes here on stage, six minutes here. It's really not that much. And also, another thing that I'm confusing with, doing stand-up, that isn't time towards your vision. That's almost like Arnold Schwarzenegger at the very end going, look at my muscles. That's the exhibition of all the hard work you've done. Right, I'm not right. I, I'm not sitting there for two, three, four hours a day working my ass off, then going you know, to the store being like, hey, look what I created. Well, what so, I mean, like, are you not writing? I'm I, writing every day for, all the time. For, within the last week now, I, at least one to two hours every day, seven days a week, one to two hours, and that's enough. After two hours of writing, I'm like, I'm done. I'm cool. Right. I can go. So I just wanted to share all that right. with you that – with the reality check of like, hey, what's your goal? Oh, this is my goal. Where do you, what, how much time a week? And you're like, uh, I did six minutes in Burbank two right, nights ago. Right. Uh, I did eight minutes at the store. Uh, 14 minutes towards my dreams. You know what I mean? Like, I was just confusing uh, thinking about my dreams a lot with the actual time. I'm working my ass off, but there's there's the time in your in your dingy apartment with your laptop and a notebook. That's when it. That's that's when careers are made. It's yeah, you fucking, got grind. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm committing to I that. I try to write an hour a day. It's, I mean, I'm writing every day on projects yeah, every yeah. day. But 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 sometimes twice a day. Then I go home uh-huh. and I try to just. You do. Gr- you know, there's an old Seinfeld rule. He yeah. says write three jokes a day. 
Wow. Um, Sometimes they're not going to be the best. Sometimes they, they won't even. But just sitting down, I think you get the point of that. Just sitting grind. down. A little anxiety will come. What do you, what do you, remember when I first started at stand up, you told me you're like, it's called knob turning or something? Because you're like, oh, I got to make my bed. Yeah. I, you sit down and write it all it, the time. Got to go in the refrigerator. Yeah. Got to go jack off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that, what's that outside? It's called turning the knob. You know what I wanted to do is I wanted to get a weekly show in. Uh, my goal is to get a weekly show in the belly room. And what I want to do yeah. is start. Blank piece of paper and just write an hour for that every not every week. I do an, uh, I do I work on an hour set every week. Not doing hour, but work on the jokes. And then at the week fifty three, I record an album. Oh, that'd be cool. Room. That'd be really cool. Record a belly room fucking album. power hour, power hour. Just record it, and that's what we gotta do. Uh, by the way, my my show uh, Smack is back June first. The all crowd work show. And uh, thanks to you guys, I have some new rules. No, you did great. Thank you. You did great too, but you didn't do it by the rules. Wait a minute. So the new rules Fung are- Chow, you're telling me Fung Chow didn't play by the rules. Please, why don't you introduce our guest? Guys, one Put of my- Put on your headphones. Be a fucking human being. One of, <laughs> one of my best friends in the world. He's absolutely hilarious. Uh, he works at the Comedy Store. He's a rising star. Just went on the road with him. J him and Joe Dodge and Fresno. Uh- one of the funniest guys. He's been requested probably about 10 times to be on this show. He is a true international bad boy hailing out of Beijing, China, fighting by the way of Hollywood, East Hollywood. Put your hands together for Feng Chao. Feng Chao, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Feng Chao. I love you, Feng Chao. Oh, man, you did not say that, dude. Not cool. Damn, Sam knows what you just said. Yeah. Sam, do you have anything to say no, back to no him? I just ordered a couple of smoothie punch cards for us, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> smoothies. You are such gold, dude. Dude, my Instagram DM is filled up, not with hot chicks that want to fuck me. Feng Chao just... Dude, when do you sleep, Feng Chao? Never. He does, Never. Dude, when I we, what is that? Is that that Chinese coffee with those Chinese cigarettes? Oh, uh, Chinese cigarettes for real, bro. Yeah, they they're really the are. They're, they're I just wanted to tell you, uh, all those hot chicks, tell them to get back in line. <laughs> Damn. Yes. How many? How many roses? <laughs> I got all the roses in the world. Dude, you're fucking great. So let's uh let's get into some shit real quick. Like, did did I first meet you at Flappers? Is that where yeah. I met you? I think so. I think so. Uh, no, you I think did that's a set the first and didn't time. Did I say something like you were yeah. funny? Yeah, you were like, your joke is hilarious. Just keep doing what you're doing. Like I, I, we, I met you uh, at the store, and uh, I've seen you go up, and I know you're like, you're the guy who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And it's kind of like, like, um, I was kind of like a pussy to talk to you. Like, oh, that guy seems like he's gonna fucking murder me. Like, I, I've been told I have dark energy, and I don't know why. No. I mean, like, I'm pretty dark, too, but, uh, yeah, it's like, I did that, oh, because they picked me, and then you walked in, so you kind of, you, you went up after me. Like, you were cool enough to, like, tell me after your set, like, your set was great, and, uh, like, thank you, that's fucking Sam Tripoli. Yeah, I watched you at, uh, Flappers, <laughs> I knew you were funny then, and you're good, man, you, you know what? You, uh, I, I love your style, I think, honestly, you're a great, I, I love your writing. And that's one thing I'll tell you about you. You're, 
You don't waste any time in your writing. But anyways, how do you go from Beijing, and no disrespect, but I'm Shanghai till I die, okay? I love Shanghai. I've had a ton of fun. Sam uh, brought back a, a Chinese fighter helmet that I used to wear constantly. Yeah, we used to have a character named Captain Danger, and basically we did a uh, we did a uh, trivia show at Matsumi mm. Max, mm. and every time she got an answer wrong, uh, a penthouse pet of the year would fucking belt him in the ass. I was done with it. I was done. It's so funny because <laughs> he was in. he's into bondage. He loves BDSM, so I'm like, hey, dude. Well, I just like fucking, Who? dude. Run yeah, I like, oh, I back then, you were into BDSM. You were talking a lot about well, it. Well, I was just into just getting weird. You yeah, know? and like, I. what's more weird than getting smacked in your ass at the... Yeah, but then, but then it just became like... Steve, come on the road with me and get your ass smacked and fu all over the country. No, dude. I, like, <laughs> I wasn't even... Yes, 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 yes. I gave you opportunity. I gave you... Spoken like a true sleazeball, <laughs> Oh, dude. so wrong. I gave you with a big cigar in your mouth like P.T. Barnum. I gave you opportunity. I did, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I did. I gave no, you... No, you've given, you've given me a lot of opportunity. All you've talked about was like you liked bondage. You were into it. You were meeting with BDSM women. You were Co doing coke and getting fisted once. There's some shit like that. And I go, wow, this guy likes getting his ass beat. But but was... I'm going to have one of the hottest women on the planet with the biggest tits. I did it for two being. months. Yeah, and then you chickened and, out. Yeah, but then we're, we're then we're, we go up to Santa Barbara, and the crowd is six people, and I'm getting my ass whipped by some fucking porn star for six dudes, and I took a night off work, and then there's just some fat guy in the front going, yeah, whip it harder, and I'm like, no, did not, no, no, done. Done. And and uh, Miguel Fierro, does he just still do stand-up? Yeah, he, he runs the... Uh, the hostel. Do you guys ever go do the hostel? No. Do you? Because yeah. you're not a real comic. I do that all the time. Oh, snaps, too. Fuck. Is it like a free for all for the podcast? You got freedom of speech? Anything yeah. you want to say? Yeah, but no N words, buddy, because we know uh, they're coming, dude. You know what? We know I mean, they're you can coming, say it bro. once or twice. Yeah, but well, I he, mean, we do open up with a he, song that drops about five of them, but. He, here's the thing. Yeah. I you think, can say um, it if it has meaning behind it. Randolph is uh, such a dear friend to me, and uh, for him to make it in this business, he just needs to take good care of his N-word dick. So he should be fine. You could say the real thing. With a nigger dick. To just take care of your <laughs> nigger dick, you're going to be fine. What does that mean, though? What does yeah. that mean? Just use your head. Don't use your nigger dick to think. <laughs> Stay focused. You can't get distracted. You're making our Midwestern white guy very uncomfortable. Oh, you know what? You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> no, but now, I, why I, do you say that word? Do you think because, like, because you're Chinese, you can get away with it more? Is right, that what it is? No, that's just being real. Okay, dropping n bombs are real. Yeah. Okay. I like to be called in bed. Mm, I just, I just like to be called Feng Chao when the girl comes. Really? Yeah. You just like she, you only, want the only yell white it? girls and black girls for you, huh? Um, you I like a lot of girls. black chicks. I have. Yeah. It's got to be so interesting. What was that kid come out looking? Mexican? Yeah. Well, you know what? The future of USA is in my dick. It is. We need to get more half Chinese, half white babies, yeah. half Chinese, half, you know, black, black yeah. babies, and half Chinese, half Latina babies. Yeah. yeah those babies you are from the future. Mix. You don't yeah. see that mix a lot. You don't see a lot of Mexicans yeah. Ooh, with Asians. Hot. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, you don't but, see that a lot. Yeah, I've been we, noticing a lot of, a lot of Mexican girls with Asian features, and I've been noticing a lot of black girls. There's a certain 
type of black girl or black person, man I, or woman, yeah. that you could see Asian features? Have you ever seen it? And you're like, yeah. where did that come from? I, I think Asian, I think black women are so hot, and I feel like they change. I like they, mixed black women. I, I like I like either like pitch black or super light. You're an extremist. I like, I, yeah. But I feel like sisters have like changed their game up a little bit. How so? Like I feel like before they were always like, you know, I'm a strong black woman, and you know they tried to do that. Now what is it? Now it's like they're playing the game. They, they it's the Kardashian effect. They kinda, I love it. I love it. Like the fucking basketball wives and all that. You know shit? my favorite type of black chick is like that girl from Two Two Seven. I like black tootie. No, 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 the dits, the dits. I like black ding dongs, dude. I like black chicks who are kind of like they would be blondes. You like Chrissy from Three's Company. I like black ditzes. I and like. I just like women. Yeah, me too. So let's. How do you how do you end up at the comedy store? What is that journey from Beijing, and like, because I do stand up in China. I'm getting another date from the guys out there. I love to do stand up out there. Uh, but how do you how do you end up here? Long story short, I was. Uh, you got an hour. I um. I fell in love with a white girl and uh, I knocked her up and then we have a kid and then we. Here uh, is the kid here. Yeah. Uh, oh, is she American? His yeah, kid, she's white. His kid's a shit talker, oh, too. She could be white, be English. She could yeah, be I like Canadian. Yeah. Uh, she's from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I just... Um, That's as white as it gets, by the way. Yeah, so you go f to the source. Yeah. I got this. So so you're in China. I, I'm sure you're just biking around on your bike. Uh-huh. Climbing your, like, trees. Yeah, doing your, like, <laughs> knockoff Chinese products, selling them yeah, at all, market. All the real Jordans and the Fugazi fat backs. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. So, so you're selling your cheap Chinese goods to American tourists, and you see, and all you want to do is get to America, right? Is that the goal? No, the goal is, um, you know, we have a kid. It's, we want, uh, I grew up in China. Let's go before the kid. Let's get to at what time do you want to go do comedy in America? Well, he, I listened. 2013, I want. I started. Did you have a kid? Did you meet her by then? Yeah, yeah. I got a divorce. You got a divorce from a and Chinese I, chick? No. From my white, white, white wife. Chick. He met a white girl in China. Right. That he has a kid with, right? Yes. Yeah. And then we moved to Milwaukee. And you got divorced, then you moved? I got a divorce in Milwaukee and then moved to Los Angeles for comedy. Like, oh. I started comedy in... Milwaukee in 2013 and uh, I moved in 2014 after a year in Milwaukee I was like I really wanted to do comedy more than nothing and uh, but did you want to do comedy in China while you were living in China it was no, a dream in your heart you, no in, it wasn't China moved to America that you go oh I want to tell jokes yeah no in China all I wanted to do is crush puss or color for <laughs> pussies yeah. That's what I did. I'm just that fly, you know? Yeah. Life is sweet. Yeah. yeah hookers yeah. and uh, co-workers, everybody. He, he was, you were he, banging hookers and co-workers? His yeah. uncle would take him to Russian. Wouldn't you go to, like, Russian parlors or something? Yeah. We, in Beijing, we had this, like, my uncle is a real bad boy, if you know what I'm saying. No, we want to hear about it. Uh, Move he, over this way a little bit. He, uh... My uncle, like, he's like... My uncle went to jail for uh, gun possession. Like, oh, in China, that's pretty bad. That's like, uh, he went to jail for like 15 years. Wow. Well, anyways, he's just just a bad boy. When I was um, in grade school, he would took me to um, this higher-end Russian clubs. And there's like... Fans. In China? Yeah, in Beijing. That's the only wow. one. And by the, like, the, the embassy area, all the embassies. And then you see some, like, fucking higher-end people going in and out. What, like... 
you're you're telling me you're there for the social life drink bullshit. There's like plenty of hookers and drugs and like shit like Is there shady a lot of drugs deals. in China? Yeah, a lot of drugs. Like I hear like if you get drugs they put you to it's like Yeah, they kill down. you. They kill you, Funchal? Yeah. yeah. Capital offense. They yeah. kill you for drugs? Yeah. Yeah. You've been no murdered joke. a thousand times over. Oh my in China. god, I would have died. <laughs> when I was last time in China, this guy had this little bag of cocaine. He's like, You want some? It was just like there's no coke. And it was you did only it? gasoline. You yeah. did it? Yeah. You did it? Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> I am dude. crazy. I don't yeah. fuck around. You're in China already. Why not? Like, yeah. Let, let's see all this Chinese cocaine do to me. You know? Yeah. It wasn't good, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's like it's it's, it's a death penalty. It's just that like extreme. And it, there's you can't fight it. It's just boom. There you go. Yeah, I had a uh, I I had a buddy who uh, I got busted for like dealing weed last year, and I was like, shit, he's dead. Really? But until he got out, like I want to say three months later, and now I know how deeply connected. He was. His family is yes. with a party that he got out. Yeah. Because that's death penalty. And then Even he didn't for die. weed, it's yeah. death penalty. Holy shit, man. Yeah, no shit. Why do you think that is? Um, Control? I think the government really don't want people, like, don't want Chinese people to be on drugs. Because with the history, like, thousands of years back, okay. UK trying to get opium uh, in China to numb all the people so they can colonize. Oh. I think that's like deep down, the yeah. government's like- You're 100% right. The, the government is like- They don't want to be caught slipping. They're like- Yeah, the government's like, no, fuck you, white yeah. people. Yeah. You know, it's yellow power now, 2016. Yeah. yeah. Suck yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think yeah, that's the no, reason. I think it yeah, makes sense, I, right? it makes sense, dude. Yeah. Now, do you- um? One of the tightest pussies I've ever fucked was in China. And I know it sounds dis to our three female huh. listeners. I'm very sorry. It's and not she wasn't shaved. even it's not shaved. She wasn't even Chinese. She was Canadian. Really? Yeah, and I'm not even that hung and I had to shoehorn it in. Wow. This was way back in the day. How many times have you been to China? Uh three times. But the original time was way back in the day. Like, like what year? Like uh I'd say like almost ten years ago. So wow. so when you were a kid in your early 20s, whatever, did you ever go to con these con See, I've never been, so obviously there's comedy clubs for Americans in China. Yeah, did you ever check it is. out? But no. they just started. They weren't really oh, no, there we, a while ago. We was had 10 years ago. No, we didn't no. do comedy clubs. Well, we did like bar gigs. They hired you, us for like a private show. To do a bar gig yeah. in China? No they would just throw you cash. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. How could they afford to fly out Americans to do a bar gig? Oh, don't worry about it. We got the money dollar ready. Okay, just don't worry about the money. How yeah. can they? That's like a silly question, Randolph. I expect more from you, you know? No, but to, to fly out, to be like, hey, I want three comics from Los Angeles to fly out to Beijing. Think about San Marino. Oh, those so same people? Yeah, you're, you're going to, yeah. Oh. No, you're thinking. Because where I grew up, it was, it was like old school World War II rich white people. Chinese, in, in Pasadena slash San Marino. I went to uh, elementary school in San Marino, very rich area. And the Chinese bought it up and started buying up in the 80s, and they would just come in all cash. All cash. My uncles would be like, dude, these people from China just bought our house, came over with two briefcases, three of the hottest chicks we've ever seen, and just like, want your house, 1.5. And they're like, here's the briefcases, deal done. 
Like that's how they just came in in the 80s and just started buying stuff up. So when I first met Feng Chao, because being from Southern California, there's a lot of Asians, a lot of Chinese. How long have you known him? About a year, year and a half. Oh, about a year. About, yeah. Well, I got hired last year in July. It's right around that time. Right around a year and I knew you from a few months before. Yeah, I, you, you, I remember you checking my ID. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll cool. show you my ID. Yeah, of course. Check it out. So, yeah, do no, you, are no. you American? Chinese. No, yeah, but, but he, I mean, are you... Dude, he's American. He's are a you black citizen? Man. He's a black man. No, I'm not a citizen. No, are you on a work yet. visa? I, I have a green card. How, okay, how long does it last? Uh, I think 2026. So there's a You'll clock. be famous by then. Be, there's a clock. Yeah, there. Ah, oh, there's no clock for me, Sam. I love I, it, dude. I, dude. I make a couple phone calls. I make things happen. I love you know? it. It's real. <laughs> I love how it. many How many pairs of Jordans do you have? About uh. He has the shoe Fifteen. <laughs> oh, old school, dude. you know. This feel guy. like a, feel like a little fucking Whoa, girl. Who are, are you connected in China? Shoes. Are you connected? Huh? Are you connected in China? Yeah, I can, I can yeah, do the same thing, like, you know. Your if you go to China again, you let me know. If you go to Beijing, but if you go to Shanghai, bro, that's, you know, that I hate fucking Shanghai. Those I fucking love it, dude. I love it. I love it. Oh, they're yeah. filthy. Well, they're stingy fucks, dude. They're, they're, I love it's it. It's not the rich area. It's like the Tijuana. Well, they're, they're rich, but oh, the girls good. there, they're all fucking twats. And the dudes are, like, so stingy. They're like, oh, my God, look at this. It's it, not like. like, like what, Beverly Hills or something like that? Or what's the difference? And uh, they just bitch about everything. They think they're they're the shit. They think they think they should be the capital of China. And oh. uh, I'm from Beijing. Actually, we have you know Forbidden City and the fucking yeah, Great Wall. I've been there. And those bitches come at me like that. I was just tell him to you know fucking suck it. Did you get a lot of fights in China? <laughs> All the time. A lot of fights. You were a bully, huh? Yeah. From like, are I, you mafia, dude? From like Where fourth grade. Where is your mafia? You're deep connected. My deep connected uh, mafia is through my uh, uncle who took me to the Russian clubs. How young were you when you were going to Russian clubs? Um, sixth grade. You were, oh, you were banging Russian hookers <laughs> in sixth grade. Uh, no, I just got to see some white tits and ass. <laughs> and they were like cool that these Russians were like, here, let me rub my ru my white. Yeah, they were like, you see chicks, see little, you, you know, your yeah. friends. Kid. Nephew kid. Oh, you're so cute. And you're like, oh, I am cute now. Yeah. You know? When did you, what age you lose your virginity? Um, I was in, I think, I think 14, 15. That's uh, not bad. Yeah, so, to a girl. Sixth grade is how old? <laughs> Seven? Eleven. Six is... Six Eleven. Is Eleven. Sixth grade. 11, so you were 12. going to hooker bars for three years not doing anything? Yeah, I was just there was to get some dude. some food and uh, you know watch Paul, the things. Oh, you were eating at the hooker bar. Yeah, is there a health department? There's nobody has like any certification to cook. You know, <laughs> no, like, it's just, like so. So it was. So whatever happened to your uncle? Uh, he went around? to jail, and he came out, and uh, he's doing some shady shit. Yeah. Would you ever Would you ever come over here and kick it at the store with us? Uh, if he come here, yeah. I would love Are they going to allow him into the country with some shit? I don't, you know what? I don't think that he's allowed to get out of China, though. Yeah. Like, there's a thing that if you go to jail and then it's hard for you to get a passport, yeah. even if you get a passport, yeah. and then they're going to ask you for the reason, like, oh, like, what, you're, you're, like, you're having, like, you're smuggling guns here. Like, now why do you want to go to the U.S.? And, you know, people he, know he they- smuggling guns, supposedly. He was. Wow, in China? He was. What's when, the penalty for that? 
um, he got sentenced for like I think he got when he first got sentenced it was like twenty some years, but uh, it got down to like fifteen. Like my my grandparents like pulled every string that they have, yeah, yeah. all the every connection there is. But uh, I guess uh, they're just like with that like gun possession is just so <laughs> brutal. Yeah, you know, it's just a different country. Like, like when he had, I was listening to David Taylor's podcast. Who we were friends with that. You know, I love David Taylor's podcast. But I listened to Fung Chow's, and it was great. And I remember Fung Chow saying on there, like, when you when you have the kid, like, if you're like Mexican or from a different country here, you have the kid, dude. Everybody's safe. You know, over there they're just like, you know, Fung Chow had his kid, and they're like, pick, is it a Chinese baby or an American baby? You only get one. So it's like his son, because he was born there, it's not even Chinese. They're like, oh, you're American. Okay, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, not, like because China like doesn't recognize dual citizenship. Yeah, they're like, sorry, like, Chinese really? or American. Yeah. yeah, it's very. I, well, I understand he it. Chose it's very American. Yeah, because we wanted uh, our kid to come here to go through the education for like, because I went to school in China, like from like grade school all through college. All I get is all this stupid fucking pressure that oh you gotta be you gotta be good at math, you gotta be good at this and that. Like after school class, not not my parents are always laid back, but the yeah. peer pressure in the class. And to me, and I was like, I told the head teacher in my middle school, I was like, fuck you guys. I just want to fuck that girl from class two and two girls from <laughs> and class three. that's not three. usual. You got to understand, like, grow, growing up in, in, in Pasadena, San Marino in the 80s, the influx of the Chinese, these kids would come over here, they would mind their own fucking business, and they would get not A's and B's, not sh perfect scores. It would fuck us all. Yeah. We hate it because it would be like, no, but, it, just but, perfect, perfect. They, they would, they, my mom would be like, our parents were like, Oh my God, these kids would come in, they played viol classical violin, classical piano. We got to be friends with them as we got older, but they came in, perfect grades, and just stress cases. I, I was so not, they, they would not get 100% on every chest. What watching, is that, Feng Chao? What, I was watching real quick. I was watching ESPN, because, you know, the, the spelling bees are so big. Now they're doing the, like, math competitions, yeah. and they were showing it. And one kid, they were all Asian kids. They were, yeah. They're Asians or Indians. They don't fuck and around. And I'm going to tell you something. Those kids never got participation trophy. Okay? That's what it is. They, <laughs> ne <laughs> they never got a hug and yeah. told, hey, third place is great. No, all right? right? Is that, like, yeah, they don't yeah. do that there, huh? There's this big misconception no. that childhood is all about coddling. And it's about fucking pushing the limits, yeah. dude. So when you get to a certain age, you work smart. That's why these kids... They're all doctors, lawyers. They don't give a fuck. No. There's no... Like, how old's your kid? Uh, seven. If he was in China, he'd already be, like, three years from retirement from working in sweatshops. <laughs> I'm giving a fuck. There's no fucking... Childhood is a made-up thing that we made up. Yeah. We yeah. made it up. Not even our generation. Yeah, like, our generation. But, like, like, even, like, our grandparents. Like, my, you know, my, my dad's dad, I was like, you know, as you get older, you kind of want to learn about your history. I'm like, I'm like, uh... I asked my dad, I was like, you know, Grandpa Randolph, who'd be my grandpa on my dad's side, I only met him like a couple times from Burbank, and or lived in Bur grew up in Burbank. I was like, what's up with Grandpa? He's like, oh, well, you know, he, he had a tough life. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, he caught his dad messing around or something when he was 12, jumped on a train and came to Burbank. And I, I was like, with who? And he was like, well, with himself in a knapsack, Steve. And I'm like... And what happened? He's like, he started working. So like that generation, like when we're all just playing Nintendo, like yeah. I need some more food, mom. Yeah. Like they're they're yeah. just like, yeah. Like my grandpa at 12 years old, I got a moped and it was a big deal that I went over to the town over and drove back. And I, I, was, I was smoking cigarettes. I was a little back. My uncle or my my grandpa got on a train 
and went across the country and started a new life at 12. That is so funny, <laughs> like, dude. But that's not an abnormal, that, like, to that generation. No, back like, then, oh, no. That was, oh, yeah. You my father new- said at 16 years old, you know, he literally goes, he would t- we do a countdown. He goes, you know what you're getting for your birthday at 16 years old? I go, no, Dad. Well, he goes, a fucking job. You're getting a job. <laughs> and I got a job right out the gate, and I, I've never stopped working since. Yeah, that's how my family I mean, was. We right out the gate. Yeah. Like, dude, I left home at 18 years old, went out west, didn't know a fucking soul, never borrowed a dollar from my family. Mm-hmm. I was like that, too. My family sends me cash only because it's guilty because I'm not going to get into it. But <laughs> you you get into it. No, family members always borrowing money, oh, okay. and they feel bad because that family member's getting money, and I'm never at so they're like, we'll send you money. I'm like, I don't need it. Yeah. You know? So I always were. You and I both. I always were. And fuck you, you're a hard worker, too. You, we constantly we, we work. Dude. I mean, you Excelsior. do a lot of fucking shit. Yeah, we work. So how long was your kid in China for? Uh, He was born in 2008. We left in 2009. Like, about a year. So you left when he was about, what, a black belt or a brown belt? How much karate do you know at one year old? I wouldn't say black belt already. Okay. Like, he was born with it, you know? like. So what's your to- kid's name? Like, Chase Fang? What's uh, his name? Chinese name is Feng Jinran. What? Feng Jinran. It sounds like you had a heart attack halfway through the end. Yeah, of the- that's Feng that's the, that's what he gave me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my Chinese name is Feng Chao, and uh, Feng Jinran is his uh, Chinese name. English his name is Isaac. So uh, he. So was- your first name is Chao. Yeah. Your last name is Fang. Yeah. Feng. Feng. Yeah. Your last name is Feng, but your first name is Chao. Yeah. Did you know that he- they switch it? Yeah. He his uh. So we, dude, he he blew the roof off the fucker. I couldn't follow him the first night. Yeah, we night. talked a lot about and, that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, gee, I, I, I prayed for your death. You're still alive. But but uh, he, he was the next day. He was talking to his uh, his kid, and I was like, "Tell your daddy to not be so funny. He's hard to follow." And he goes, he just stares at the Skype, stares me back in my eyes, and goes, "Maybe you need to write better jokes, oh. dude." I was like, "Jesus, dude." He tried to mess with me the other night in the main room. I yeah, had yeah. To fucking smack him and put him in the corner for a second. Yeah, Feng Chao heckled Sam in front of a whole. <laughs> Didn't room. go well. For Feng Chao. Well, you know, I'm just well. trying. I'm trying to let the rooster in the house know there's another rooster. I'm. I'm not trying the to be the rooster. Knows there's another rooster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm not a rooster. I'm a fucking fox, bro. Okay. And I eat roosters. Okay. Oh damn. I've been okay. eating chicken since day one, dog. The jungle chickens. <laughs> yeah. But I think you're great, dude. You know. Thank you. And, I'm, uh, I'm just I happy think to you be work here. Smart. But anyways, so so he comes over here. He comes over here. You go to Milwaukee. Did you try stamp in Milwaukee? Yeah, I started there uh, yeah. in Milwaukee. Um, it was good. All I did is just yelling on stage at white people, saying "faggot" and "cunt" and "bitches." Yeah, you like that's that. all I did. By he the way, the lot word of "faggot" shit. in L.A. is worse than dropping the N-word. I could say the N-word on stage and get still get a laugh. You say the word faggot in L.A., yeah. that room just shuts down. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh, really? Yeah. No, let me try it at Pollock tonight. Okay. Yeah, you will. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. But you're a silly Asian dude. That's why they'll fucking take that. They're like, look at the guy who speaks weird English saying, they're like, it's different than me. But- I look like a fucking vampire on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Kill people. It's a different vibe. Bo- Everybody yeah. walks on stage has What's a different my vibe. vibe. I don't know what your vibe is. Well, you watch me. Yeah, I, I mean, you see your me. vibe is. What's my vibe? You have some dark energy when you walk out too. You have to smile more on stage. Yeah, you know. What I feel name? like that. That. What's like... your name in my phone? Do you know my your name in my phone? American Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> From day one. You gotta walk up with a fucking smirk. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. Okay. You, be, you gotta be subtle, and that smirk. 
it, it works with you. I, I, had a, I had a conversation <laughs> with a certain comedian. I don't want to say his name. And I had a conversation with him because he wants to be a villain on stage. And he's I don't like how he's operating, but it's not my place to say anything. But I gave him a little a little pep talk. And I go, hey, dude, you want to be a villain? Who, Who is the greatest comic book villains out there? Top two. Joker. Joker. Who's another one? Brody. No. <laughs> fucking retards. It's Lex Luthor. The uh. two greatest villains in comic books are the Joker and Lex Luthor. If you're a comedian, who do you want to be? The Joker. Of course, the Joker. I want to no, be the Joker. No, dude. What? No, you want to be Lex Luthor. I don't even know who Lex yeah, Luthor is. Me neither. Uh, you don't, who the guy, the bald guy always wanted to kill Superman? I was busy fucking fucking chicks when you were Hold reading on. comic books. You don't books. know the story of Superman. I'm not a comic book guy. Sorry, dude. You've never seen a Superman movie? Not in a long time. I, you, that's not my thing. Okay. I don't like Star Trek. I don't like Star Wars. And I don't like space. And I don't like football. That leaves me in no man's land. Okay. I watch documentaries. So on, the bad on... guy in the Superman movies is Lex Luthor. The okay. reason as a comedian you want to be Lex Luthor is because Lex Luthor lives in a mansion, is a billionaire, fucks hot chicks, and everybody loves him, and they don't know how evil he is. With fucking oh. the Joker... Everybody sees the Joker coming. Everybody knows what he's doing. He lives in the gutter with psychopaths. You don't want to be oh, the Joker. I see you it. want to be Lex Luthor. Okay? That's my next tattoo. All right. Are you being serious? Smile. No, I get it. No, I get it. Yeah. You gotta be smile, lovable. No? I do smile. You gotta fucking love. They gotta get him to drink your Kool Aid. <laughs> you can't be fucking an asshole. I'm not an asshole on stage. Who's saying you are? I'm saying you say. Well, if you tell someone. Within the analogy. Within the analogy. I'm feeling very energy. Sensitive. I feel no, it's all you. You got very angry earlier at the MTV stuff. Yeah, he did. There's a part of you that regrets that you didn't play a little ball, and you got really angry at yeah, it. Yeah, I think you're okay? right. Okay. Okay. And you've been kind of fucking sensitive the whole time. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm all pro. I'm pro Steve. You are. I am. So I'm just trying to tell you, man, you got to come out smiling. Look at Daniel Tosh. He gets away with all that shit because he smirks the whole There's time. There's other reasons, but. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's got a different thing than you. His hook is different than you. <laughs> what is that? Dude, can I just show you his, the Instagram? Random bear? Uh, no, because he's so angry. I show him this, and he's like, oh, now I can calm down. I'm not yeah. angry. Dude, we both... Feng Shao, so what, do you have a... Okay, so do you have a message to all the... What's a palmer? Huh? Everybody ask, ask, ask me, what's, your, what's up with your friend Feng Chao? What's up with all the Palmers? If so you don't Palmer? know what Palmer is, you're a Palmer already. Yeah. Just be like Feng Chao. You're going to be cool. I know what a Palmer is. I'm telling you, we have listeners. We're not oh. just three of us in a room. Uh, here, Palmers, um, you know, they come to the store. Um, they the are, comedy store. The comedy store. Where they, Feng Chao works. Where I work. Uh, they're just so untalented and feeling insecure all the time and just say hi to everybody. But, you know, trying to get a spot like, hey, Steve, good set. Um... I really love your stuff while, like, you know, when you were on stage, I was smoking weed over there. You didn't even know. But mm -hmm. I will say that. Those, I think those are the Palmers. Like, And you have a no-tolerance policy on the Palmers. Zero. What's the Palmers again? Zero. What's the Palmer again? Like, they are trying to get spots, and uh, but they are they don't have their chops. They're just... Well, welcome to Hollywood. It should be called Palmerwood. 
Palm Springs. Nobody Palmdale. wants to work on their, their. You know, Ari got Ari <laughs> was on. Have you seen the the video of Ari on Huffington Post? Mm. He's doing Huff Huff Live. It's where they interview somebody, mm-hmm. and, and he was talking about how he feels bad for female comics and a lot of ethnic comics because they get pushed to the front of the line mm-hmm. so quickly. So like they don't get their legs. They don't get their legs. So he said, and he brought up a good point. Like. You're used to comparing a male comic who's been doing it for 15 years to a female comic who's been doing it for five. And they're like, it's not that, that he's any funnier than the female, it's just she's getting opportunities way quicker than maybe she should. Uh, yeah. And it's just, I see that. That's, yeah. yeah, I do see that. I see that. It's fucking You're like, how did this girl get on there? But it's like, now all the spotlights are on you. You're saying you're, you're, you're pro. You know what I mean? It's like, it, yeah, that, that, that is... You know? And it's just the truth because there's this fucking need to put... You know, women on television. If a girl's complaining about females having opportunity in comedy, she is a comedian who is not fucking funny. And they get passed right. through the line pretty quickly, way faster. If you're a halfway decently funny comic, female comic, you will be on the show. The com- the the truth is, it's uh. really hard for the comedy store to book f- female ready comics because the ones who are ready to get dropped into that lineup. Are out on the road making money. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. I, it does make sense. It makes yeah. sense. It makes so much sense. Everybody wants to get on that lineup. You have to be a monster to be able to function in the middle of that lineup. Right. Because there's no fucking bumpers. There's no. nothing insulating you from following a des- guy who just flamethrowed the room. There's no host mm. to do a couple seconds. Right. 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 Hey, right. I just killed. I'm Joey Diaz. I just killed walk up on stage and now I gotta follow that guy. Right. Wow. So the notion of just I putting never anybody of like, yeah. in that spot is re- is nuts. It's yeah. like you can't just drop anybody. You have to I mean like the people you have to put in there are like Sarah Silverman's and stuff like that who are killers. Maria uh-huh. Bamford should be doing spot. I love her to death. But that's like you know it's like not even anybody and I'm not just talking guys or girls. Not people everybody yeah. can be dropped in the middle of that lineup. That's a big wave. That is solid. Yeah, you, got, solid. you gotta be like you, you have to be you, ready. You, ha- you need to be able to deliver in that room, otherwise you don't belong there. The only place that's close mm-hmm. to that and it's and par is the cellar in New York. Those uh, are the two. I, places. I heard. Yeah, I heard. It's pretty Those badass. Are the two places, like you gotta go deep. I mean, you gotta be able to fucking follow somebody and sit in the pocket and not have your world cr- crumble around you uh-huh. when you're five minutes in this thing and they're just staring at you. Because Joey uh, Diaz just annihilated. Right, uh, right, right, right. Because, yeah. But Feng Shao gets, uh, he does a really good job of, I've been watching him, you know, we've been watching each other. We always go back to back. And Feng Shao gets in the zone and and he's ready. Like, he's built for that. And, like, there's one thing I'll say about Feng Shao is you're, it's all about believing, right? Like, it's all about believing in yourself. What's just, the deal, Rundolph? There is no deal. I am the deal. There you go. You got it. And what else? Well, the truth is, dude. What else, Feng Shao? You're a funny. Feng Shao's very funny. But. The truth is that Feng Chao has a hook that you don't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 you know, the thing about him is he has a great hook, and he, but he's an excellent writer. It's a very rare combination. He's, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, he's great. Got big things coming. I tell him he's got to walk the earth, fucking what does quietly that mean? carry a big bat. You know, there's certain people who get a little shit and their heads explode. They get fucking really uh, fucking... <laughs> Uh, Never disrespectful to the people around her, the people who came before them, the the the, the people who like the the fucking door guys, the fucking lock guys, the waitresses. You know, you yep. gotta got be nice to everybody. Like yeah, gold. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking 
gold. So, so, uh, so what do you say to some of these palmers? Because, like, he and I both work the same shifts. We'll be, like, carding people. And people will come in, and they'll, like, uh, they'll just talk shit. I'm like, hey, can I see your ID? They're like, yeah, man, I'm not showing you my fucking ID. And you're like, well, then you're not coming in, bro. Yeah. And so every, a lot of the other door guys will, like, get, like, kind of, like, not fold, but kind of like be like, but he, Feng Chao and I, I think it's because maybe we're in our 30s, we just don't give a fuck anymore. I think it's but we're just, just like, f no, fuck you. I feel like, like the concept of us, like, just towards the comedy store, like, I I guess we love that place so much. It's, it's this, yeah. It's my house. It's, you come yeah. to my house, you be cool. Yeah, dude. If you're not cool, and I'm not afraid to dance. It's a private club, yeah. dude. Al Magical yeah. said this a long time ago. <clears throat> to be in at the store, not necessarily just as a regular, but just be a part of that building is being in a private club. Mm -hmm. Not, not everybody it, can be in that club. And you're not entitled yeah. to just walking around wherever you want and doing whatever you want there. To be part of the family is just a giant, like, it's a it's a huge amount of things. You can go to any comedy store, comedy club, and be like, oh, I work at the comedy, I do stance at the comedy store, and you, you have a foot in the door. Really? Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Comedy, I mean, the comedy store is the the best of the best. So let's get into that because you did, you just you started working at the comedy store about what a year ago? Uh 2015 July 21st. So not quite a year, shift. almost a year, almost yeah. a year. So I'm a newbie. Yeah, you are a newbie, dude. Rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah. You, but do you do any other jobs? I hear you host a lot of Chinese businessmen. <laughs> Can we talk about I that? just I just quit that job. Uh, oh, you did? I do uh yeah, I just did uh I take Chinese tourists around. I would pay to see you yelling at these people cuz you know uh, you're a dickhead to them. Yeah, well, I, I I sometimes I get to be subtle, but sometimes I just don't give a fuck. Like yeah. <laughs> You know, like you got you want to be nice and polite, but they're like just so like what part of Hollywood are you showing them? The uh, Hollywood Boulevard? Yeah, what cities do you go? Give us the tour. Like, we'll, what we'll take them to uh, Rodeo Drive. That's a stop, and uh, Santa Monica, and Walk of Fame, and uh, Chinatown a little bit because they want to buy some like stupid shit. I was like, that's so weird. Yeah, because why do you come here to go to Sam, Chinatown? Sam, the, the funniest thing, I was laughing in the car. I go, I go, I go. What do they? Eat? What do they eat? They come over here, have In and Out Burger. He goes. No, we go to Chinese buffets. Yeah, I go, weird? I go. Yeah. yeah, that's really weird. It would be like you and I be like, can't wait to get a burger in Beijing. Like, yeah. no, dude. I know. I used yeah. to work at PF Chang's, and these these uh, guys they would always bring the Chinese. I go, no shit, Why really. Are you bringing them here, they eat this every day. Yeah, yeah it's so bring weird. Bring it to the ninety nine cent prime rib deal over there. I think that's one of the things that I figured out. Like, um, I love Chinese food, but at the same time, like, I also love bacon cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. That's like a metaphor here. Like if I feel like if you gotta you gotta hype you, you gotta like update. Like you could you can't just say, Oh, the fucking pig's feet are the best. I, I, I love them to death till I die. Like I eat this all day, like but you're in America. Like Chinese try... will eat anything, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys literally a lot of eat... weird shit. Yeah, like if you're like I, I I went to a restaurant they were serving squirrel. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised. How's it taste? Like Don Don Bears would be ex excited. squirrels puss. Squirrels puss. Is that what you call it over there? So 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 these guys <laughs> these guys do they ever like to get hookers? They uh that's my smoothie card story. Smoothie punch card. Story, <laughs> that's what he says. Smoothie what? smoothie punch card. Oh, you guys want a smoothie punch card? Yeah, they were like, you? hey, you know, uh, you know, we'll you know give you some money, hook up with some smoothies. Like we're like, all right, I I got you, I got you. 
I can make a couple of dollars. Now, do they want white girls or Chinese dude, girls? Dude, Chinese movies all day. Dude, they just want Chinese girls? <laughs> yes. Make zero fucking sense. But here's the trick I'm going to tell you. You get Filipinos uh, at half the price. Nah. On that smoothie punch card, right? You got five smoothies. You got another smoothie for me for free. Guess oh. what flavor I got? Oh. What flavor? Pure so white. Get, yeah. <laughs> so you Vanilla get them shake. five hookers, they throw you in a white girl for free. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I get yeah. to make 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 a, some deal. money dollars and, yeah. uh, you know. And that's it. That's all in San Gabriel, huh? Like the valley? Business done. Do yeah. they want drugs when they're here? Uh, they would, they would, they want them weed. Really? They just want weed? They don't want they coke? They want weed. Uh, Australians come, they want coke. <clears throat> yeah, really? we had a guy when I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, one of the tour guys out there, because I guess mm. in... in Australia, it's like two hundred dollars a gram for coke because it's mm. so far the fuck out there. They have to fly it out over here. It's fifty or sixty. So like the, the Australians, like you got coke, mate. And so this guy, which this tour guide that right outside on Hollywood and whatever Hollywood and La Brea, he would he would uh, he would just sell coke. He's like anybody with an Australian accent, send them to me. You know, and I would just send them to this guy, and he would just fucking make thousands and thousands. He How'd you get this job? Um, my, uh, I used to, when I first graduated from, uh, college, I work at a travel agency back in Beijing and I, my old boss, you no, know, a couple them, you know, them sh shady business guys who bank at Cathay Pacific Bank. Cathay Bank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, Cathay that, that's Bank. That's why I told them. Cause I grew up in that area. They were just like, they would always like the Asians would always be like. Where's the cafe? And I'm like, what, what are the, you know, when we were kids, and they're like, why the cafe? And I'm like, oh, the cafe bank, because they would always ask for a cafe. It's, it's yeah. C A T H A Y. And they're like, where's yeah. the cafe? And I'm like, what? Oh. But then we just like, oh, it's over there. Oh, is it a shady bank? I get. <laughs> when I, when I first met him, I'm like, what's up with cafe bank? And he started laughing, so I, it must be some shit. Yeah, they do. Like, they, they find some loopholes uh, in the system and uh, get the money laundry right. I think that's what, what they're doing. Like, oh, they yeah. know what's going on. Uh, We're on the street. I also know what's going on, too. So. Oh, really? East, West, East, West. Yeah, yeah. East, West. <laughs> yeah, and all I know. Those, those pieces. What's going shit. on? Shit skin uh, shady? Well, San Gabriel, okay, like. All cash deals. All cash deals. Like, Straight cash, homie? Yeah, well, like as we, okay, when when the Chinese came in in the '80s, we were all like tripping on them, but then they acclimated, and then like in San Gabriel, which is right right south of of Pasadena, it was actually on Bourdain's show. It it's a destination because all the Asians came over, then they settled in in um in San Gabriel, and right. then it became it's the it's some of the best food on on right. earth. If you go to Val, if you just Google right. Valley right. Boulevard, right. right. Valley Boulevard, um, we would go there, and they're just noodle shop, noodle shop, massage, massage, hooker, hook. I mean, it's 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 a blast, you know. So right. just hanging out there, right. and that's where he would. I'm like, where do you go? And he's like, San Gabriel, two hundred roses, and I was like, so <laughs> two hundred roses, two hundred. Well, every every year for how Christmas, come it's roses, by the way? Because girls like roses. Is that why they did the? Code? No, it's just like a secret code. That yeah. It's a secret like, code. It's a Craigslist, you know, code. like it's not like. You know, like hey, three hundred dollars. Right. Yeah, you can't right. say that. But I'm right. I'm three hundred roses, cool. You know, you know so what I'm saying. At like the comedy store, we always when a girl passes by, I'm like hundred fifty roses, four hundred roses. Like we oh, just you're doing their value. Me, me and him, just like yeah. we just see how many roses. Do you think pussy chicks, uh, think their pussy's worth a little bit more than it really is? All the time. Yeah. Like they value it so much more, and you're like, you know, there's like three billion of you on this planet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's anything that's that much isn't worth that much. It, you know? well, it's 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 all belief. Like I like I remember I remember this this very unattractive 
a uh, um, prostitute in in Vegas one time was unattractive like unattractive or un- unattractive. Okay. Uh, I was like, I was like, how how much, you know? And she was like, it's it's gonna be fifteen hundred. And I was like, dude, you're in my head. I didn't, I was like, you're beat. Like, are you kidding me? Some other girl smoking hot twenty two year old. It was like I don't remember one hundred twenty bucks for a blowjob or something. And this is when I was like twenty, like hanging out there. And I was like, what's the difference? And then I like. I realize it's it's all in your head. It's all belief. Yeah. It, it, you value yourself. I was working. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before. I worked at this restaurant. If anybody's listening that worked at this restaurant, don't say the girl's name. I don't want to hurt any feelings. Sarah, but. Tina, Johnson, <laughs> Ma- Mary, <laughs> Jessica. But there, Jessica. There, there was a girl. There was a girl that had to be three hundred pounds, and she thought she was super hot shit. Paige. And I and I walked in. I walked in, and I was like, I was like, uh. I was like, oh, what's up? And my friend, Dodd, remember, remember, you know, Dodd, Dodd goes, what do you think about Steven? She looked at me, she's like, oh, maybe, not my type though. And I was like, what the fuck? You fat like, bitch. I, I got my feelings hurt, you know? And dude, this girl just dated the hottest fucking dudes, like these fucking dudes that own businesses. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And then there's this other girl that worked there that was like a Czechoslovakian, like supermodel, and she had no self confidence. And she was always going out with these dickhead dudes yeah. or mistreating And I was like, I remember looking at that, I was like, yes, it's belief. Dude. It's yes. belief. Kind yes. of going back yes. to yes. believing ourselves. It's Very like funny. the guy that hits on only hot chicks will eventually get a, a hot, hot chick, chick, dude. If you're hitting on, like, not hot chicks, you're going to get not hot chicks. It's how it goes. And the same thing for women. Women could date millionaires and billionaires if they just played their cards right. If they just believe, dude. Yeah, you got to. You believe that? Uh, I believe... Chinese that, chicks, they have no say. I just believe that my my dick is the future. That's yeah, I, I, believe I believe that. Now, when you talk dirty, do you talk in English or Chinese? Or do you mix it in and go in and out? Bong, dang, dang, bong, 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 bong. Yeah, that's like. Uh, what did you just what say? Was that Thai? Did I do Thai right that's there? That's like uh, twenty-two dollars for a koi fish. Yeah, yeah, that's what he just said. <laughs> that's what I say, dude. Whatever. Yeah, turns how's, that, how's that working? I don't know, man. I'm gifted. <laughs> when you talk dirty, do you talk in English or do you talk in Chinese? Uh, usually English. Uh, but when you want to say some really nasty shit, do you go Chinese? Yeah, I, or... I would say something like, you know, like it's this one is just for me. You know, it's not for you, yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, yeah no. fucked up Like shit. you'd say, like, your asshole's hot garbage. You'd be like, bong, da, <laughs> Yeah, because my name is in the end, yeah. <laughs> the asshole. Right? Yeah. yeah, there you go. I like that. You know, Smoothie punch card. I used to love Oh, yeah, smoothie. that was the... F- By the yeah. way, that'll be the name of the podcast, Smoothie Punch well, Card. You know, <laughs> another thing that stuck in my head about when he was on uh, Dave Taylor's podcast was he was talking about when he, when he came over here, he's he was kind of miserable living in Wisconsin, and, uh, you know, like... He has a girl, a kid, and he's like, "Fuck, I just want to get to L.A." And when it all started going bad, it was I, I. It just made me laugh so hard. I told Adam Egget too. He started laughing really hard too. The, the, he was like, "Man, I started hanging out with the fucking the third shift monsters at Target." And I was like, <laughs> "Wait, what's that?" And he's like, "The third shift monsters. What, what are the third shift monsters?" Yeah, they're Target? all fucking monsters. They hate life. It's either the older ones that got laid off from work. They don't. The third you know. shift at Target. Yeah, so, and so he was working at Target. What what hours are the third shift? Well, it's got to be if everything's eight hours, so, so it's like probably 10-30. like. 10:30 p.m. to like Le- next morning, like and that's how you seven. came over to America and just started so it's rocking. Probably with 11 the- to 7. Yeah, the yeah. third shift monsters. Just about. Yeah, like the people, like they just fucking hate everything. They hate their life. They hate you. They hate the job, or the like. It is the vibes you put out put you on a track to a certain place. Yeah, yeah. Like Dana is my girlfriend's really yelling at me about. I'm always saying these bookers hate me. And I know some of them aren't fans of mine, but she's like, you're always putting out that energy. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. 
you know, not everybody's going to like me. Yeah. You know, but it's like if you're always putting out negative, like there's certain people who are always like, there's certain people who just think they got to call it out like they see it. Like they're always calling people out on quote unquote their bullshit. And then at some point it's like people in LA would rather work with people who maybe are a little less talented, but have uh, fun to be around. People want to work around people that are fun to be around. Yeah. Uh, and work city. with the super talented guy who's constantly negative and talking shit about it. No, you. Uh, right. For me, if I was hiring a squad, I would I would be like, well, this guy's talented, but he's a pain in the ass. Get him the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. 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 Because why would you want to hang out with those people? Like, there's like I feel like this city is not lack of talent. No. You know, like Mark Marin says that the talent pool. In L.A. is Olympic size. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I'm fucking funny, but, like, I'm I'm just I'm bitter. Drink, I'm yeah. poison. Like, poison, yeah. Like it's just, I know people who operate like that. It does, how is it working for them? Does, it works. If you think that being funny is the only the thing end, you have that's to do, not your only... it is the fucking least. It yeah. is, you know, I, I've been doing this great joke about how, like, you know, my, my dad, my grandpa's generation, uh, everyone was, they were hard workers. I'm like... They would go nine to five at the factory, come home, eat dinner, watch the Yankees, and then fuck my grandma. That was all they did. I wish all I had to do was bang my grandma. This this <laughs> phone, this phone drives me like a taskmaster. It never fucking ends. I go from nine in the morning to whenever this thing almost dies, and then yeah. the uh. battery, and it just goes and goes and goes. You have to be CEO of Steve Randolph Enterprises. It needs to be all the time, every time. And then you got to find those days where you're like, I'm disconnecting and I'm just taking time off. But the days you're on, it's go, go, go. You have to be Wolf of Wall Street I don't with this stop. shit. You got to be I, I Wolf of stop. Wall Street, I work dude. 16 hours every day. Woody Cummings stop. is Wolf of Wall Street. I don't stop. Wolf of Hollywood Boulevard. Feng Chao doesn't gubby. stop. Never. We don't take breaks. Wolf of Wilshire. We That's what you got to be. Wolf we, of Wilshire. Pickle. <laughs> Massage parlor street. <laughs> Yeah, is that what Pico. it is? Salsa Pico. Pico. You gotta be a pick pickle. We don't want our breaks. So what is up with the third shift monsters? Oh uh, yeah, they just hate everything. And um, and to me, it was like, don't fucking come at me sideways like that. Cause I really do my work there. Like I fucking uh, unload trucks and uh, just work hard. And then they just get bitter. And to me, it's like, no, you little bitch. I'm just gonna make fun of you. I'm just gonna trash you guys. And then the, the harder you trash them, the they, like the more they, they laugh at it and then they love you like we it's like um we have like we used to have like a 30 minutes lunch break and like table f five, four or five of them i always sit at the cool kids table and trashing everybody else it's like <laughs> it's so great i loved it they were like you're a piece of shit i was like yeah yeah i know who i am yeah don't worry about it i used to take uh martial arts when i was growing up in high school and it was just me and factory workers and they just loved to work with me because i would just fucking rack them the whole time and they would just right. be laughing right because they just have that they, they don't think like that right they're they're you know and it's just like they they it's gotta be like being in prison you know who everybody loves besides the dude who blows everybody second person has to be the person who makes everybody laugh well dude, yep when i when i went when i went to rehab sure. I, was, I was in i was in with this guy that was a as a hitman for for one of the aryan brotherhoods you know and, and i was like hey how would i do in prison and he was like He's like, you would make us laugh. And I go, yeah. he's like, you'd be okay. I go, well, what happens if I wasn't being funny? And he goes, well, you mean what happens if you didn't do your job? 
it wouldn't be good. And I always thought that would be a funny bit to write. You know, the prison. You're, you're, you're a comic to all these hitmen, and you're like, yeah. I'm having an off day, and I want it. They're like, yeah. we all need I to can't. laugh right now. Yeah, I want. I want to keep my butthole. I'm yeah. fucked. Yeah. That's yeah, why I gotta be funny. Laugh. That's that would be a fucking hell. Yeah, a hell a gig. Twenty year set. Twenty year yeah, set. Dude, yeah, totally. <laughs> We've already heard that joke. Next. <laughs> it couldn't be too good. You couldn't do too much crowd work. You'd get killed. Yeah. Now, uh, what is the hierarchy of Asians? You know, in the Latin community, there's like certain people, like the you know Mexicans are higher up on the mm. line, like because they're closer to America. Yeah, because they like, have the keys to the. What is what is is there a hierarchy? Um, of Chinese Asians? is getting up there. Uh, the Japanese are pretty. Japs are always there. Uh, Japs are always there. Uh, South Koreans are there, getting up there, and the uh, uh, the other one that nobody. It's coming up as Singaporeans. Really? Singapore. I was Singapore. in Singapore for they, like two weeks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And also those, uh, I want to say the Tao heads, but yeah, they're Tao heads. Uh, oh, they, who? 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 Oh, you mean the Indians? Yeah, they have the, no, they have the oil, like Saudi Arabia. But they're not you know, Asians. They're, they're are they Asian. considered Asians to you guys? No. They are Asians. They interesting, are. Interesting, interesting. They are. I'm talking like Filipinos, Thais, oh, those Vietnamese. Are, uh, those are all the... Jungle Asians. The only one Thai person that's not Jungle Asian is Hart, who works at the comedy store. He's great. He's not Jungle he's Asian. Thai, right? He's Thai, Oh, he's Thai? Yeah, but he's Hart's not Jungle Thai. Asian. Yeah. He's not Jungle Asian. What is yeah. he? He's just he's great. Thai? Yeah, he's just Thai. You guys get along? Of all the Asian women, I think Thais are the hottest. What are the hottest mm -hmm. Asian women? Japanese? They have like ghetto asses and ghetto tits. They're the only ones with Really? Thick. Really? Yeah, Thai chicks are thick. Really? All the rest of the Asians are that. like... They're not thick. You know what? I think I'm gonna I I can't agree with that 100%. But I like uh, when I was in uh, Indonesia. You know, I had my uh, smoothie con punch party with me. Like yeah. I had a couple of smoothies. I think Indonesian women are pretty cool too. Indonesian? Yeah. Really? What's yeah. their deal? They're just smoothies to you. Like a little <laughs> different. But I do hear you on the Thai women too. Like I've, I'm, I'm an international bad boy. You really are. <laughs> you really are. You are a bad boy. You are. You don't play by the rules. I like to get wet sometimes. Yeah. 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 You, you do like you like to do acid. There's no rule. Have you ever done acid? Is acid a big in times. China? Yeah. Yeah. It's big. He, he called but, me on acid. Uh, yeah. He called me I on was acid. Tripping. Dude, I, I all of a sudden I'm in the middle of the day. I'm at my at my day job. <laughs> and I get like five missed calls at 2 p.m. from Feng Chao. I'm like, who died? You know, when you I'm like, oh, someone, yeah, who, which one of us, who died? You know, and he's like, can you talk right now? <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to take five on this. And he's like, I just took a lot. And I was like, acid? Because you just get, you just know that, like, he's not on meth. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, he, this guy's out there. Meth is big in China, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's big. Did you, but Korea, I never, I never North done. North Korea is it. making all the meth and shipping it out to the Asian countries. Yeah, all over the place. Uh, so fun, let me just let me just finish. So, so, so Feng Chao calls and he goes, a lot of acid. He goes, just stay with me. And I go, oh <laughs> fuck, dude. And I go, I go, no, it was like it was like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. And I go, how are you? He's like, I'm deep. And I was like, what are you seeing? He goes, it's going to be okay for us. <laughs> he goes, a lot of pain. And I'm like, dude, I'm like tripping because he's tapping into something. This, this Vietnamese kid in high school dropped a bunch of tabs. No, 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 out of high school. So we were 22. I didn't even, Tommy Nguyen or something. And, I, and um, um, 
James Nguyen. I didn't. He wasn't even his friend. As he was getting pulled away to the, by the fire department, he goes, "Tell Steve Randolph he knows where the portal is, dude." And someone told me oh, that at a rave like years later, and I was like, "What, dude?" So like, I like, so like, um, so Feng Chao was like, "Dude, what what are you seeing?" He goes, "A lot of pain, my friend, but we're gonna be okay." And and then and then it's just quiet for forty five seconds, and then I go, "I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, hey, dude, you're on in two hours, and so am I. You know, at the comedy store." And he goes, "Oh shit." <laughs> so then like I'm like I gotta go and he goes okay goodbye so I'm working in the OR dude this dude just walks in with a headset I don't know if you've ever seen Apocalypse Now but it was like it was like that scene in Apocalypse Now you could just like you could just hear the doors playing like no 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 and he just walk he just walks in and he just looks around smiling he's like a lot of pain but we're gonna be all right dude so Worked funny. an entire shift frying his balls off perfectly and then what, what did you say to Adam you walked up to Adam Hey, dude, I figured it out. Yeah, figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's like, what, man? <laughs> like, and he goes, what do you I'm, say? I'm the real fucking monster here. <laughs> and you go, I, no, you go, I'm a disciplined monster off the street. And Adam was all, yeah. all right, dude, like just tripping, dude. Uh, when I got picked up the comedy store, the old rule used to be with Mitzi. You do one set about your ethnic group, one set about your family member. What do you mean one set? One joke? One joke. One joke about your ethnic group, one joke about your mother, your father, and then do your favorite joke. And my favorite joke at the time was- Is this at Potluck? This was showcasing for Mitzi. Oh, oh so there was a there was a format. She he told me what he? he thought was Duncan Trussell because he was the booker. At the Say time. it one more time because I was only half listening. Duncan Trussell once said that when showcase for Mitzi- you got to do these three jokes. Uh, one joke about your ethnic group. One joke about a, a family mother, member, preferably your mother or your father. And then your favorite joke. And my favorite what joke you do, basically. at that time was Asians on ecstasy. I had this great fucking <laughs> bit about how Asians love ecstasy. Love ecstasy. Because they're so smart. Their visuals are so much better than everybody else's. <laughs> yeah. It's higher def. Like, like when we trip, it's like 8-bit, right? When they trip, it's yeah. like Xbox on a fucking iMac. <laughs> yeah. Digital sound. And, it cro- and I knew it was great because Joey Diaz goes, dude, that's a fucking great That's bit. really funny, dude. You know? Yeah, and I showcase, and I. Uh, she goes, I love you. You're great. She's <laughs> like, and I had to do one more showcase, and I got picked up doing that bit. Dude, that's awesome. Feng Chao and I are dying to meet Mitzi. Uh, you don't yeah. Wanna, yeah, we, yeah I would, we, we will do anything. I would, like... Yeah. Anything. anything. We're begging really? Eleanor. We're like, I know yeah. she's sick. I know, you know, she's getting older. She probably doesn't want our shit, but it's like, dude, while she's still around, we will do whatever it takes. Yeah. We just want five you know seconds. I, talk I would. To? Argus? Ahmed Ahmed. Ahmed Ahmed? Maybe Argus, too. I begged Argus. He's like, okay, okay. But it's like, okay, we need it now. Like, we don't need an okay. Like, we yeah. need to meet Mitzi. The great. The great. Yeah, the because it's like a. It's like a mother thing, I feel. Godmother, like, yeah. Godmother. She, she, we need to meet her. Omnipresence. Yeah, yes, we need I, to meet her. How do we? Us. How do we meet her? I don't know. We'll figure it out. You talk to Polly, maybe Polly. I, I know you need. I don't know Polly. Do you know Polly? Med. When a Medamed comes by. Real a Medamed? Medamed's very close with. No her. shit. Okay. Never know that. Very close okay. with her. Very close with her. Well, guys, that's our show. Can we do a quick thing, Sam? Three minutes. Yeah. Can we each plug? Um, just just our social media. Jam fun. Feng Chao? 
all the time. And then can we go out Love with it. maybe like some positive, a, a positive speech from Feng Chao about the Palmers and believing in, in yourself. Yeah, and we'll just 100%. end with that. I'd and love if, to and have if you're on here all the time, buddy, yeah, come back more. Come back. Um, don't replace me. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, if you, if you are the graphic designer that made those graphics, please get in contact with me or Sam. I know all things comedy wants wants your help, as does the Comedy Store social media. Um, and we do too. We love the videos you're making, and we'll trade. We'll, we'll plug you. Um, and uh, so hit me up. Uh, I'm Steve Randolph. That's S-T-E-V-E-N-R-A-N-D-O-L-P-H. That's Stephen Randolph 2, the number 2 at, on Instagram, Twitter. I'll add anybody. Private message me. What's up? Let's talk weird. If you need help with something, I'll help you out. Um, Feng Chao, how do they find you on social media? Uh, I have a Twitter. It's uh, F-E-N-G-C-H-A-O-8-0-8-0. Um, yeah, just tweet at me. Tweet at, tweet at Feng Chao. Yeah, Feng Chao 8080. Okay, cool. Yeah. And how do you spell your name? F E N G C H A O. You want to give a shout out to anybody? Um, uh, shout out to my Chinese mom. Very shout cool. out to your Chinese mom. What a faggot cunt! Okay. <laughs> oh, welcome, Sam. Sam how do they find you? Uh, at Sam Tripoli on all social medias. I'm debating whether I'm gonna dive into the Snapchat. I'm like, I'm really over. You know, you don't need to do Snapchat, and I don't need to do. Fet Life, which I later found out about, Sam. <laughs> yes. I didn't do it. I did it for 30, I, on it 30, 30 minutes, and I just went, I just felt it's myself. so deep, dude. It took away three years it's of heart. so deep, It's so dude. deep. Because a fan tweeted at me, and I was like, and then remember I told you, you go, oh, shit. Yeah, it's so deep. So Don't that, go on FetLife.com. So FetLife.com. F-E-T-L-I-F-E.com. Don't go on there. <laughs> So Am I saying words to the Palmers too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's what Say we want to do. Here's all. Here, we're gonna, we're doing Chinese music here. Well, I have Chinese music. Yeah, play some here. Plug in some traditional Chinese music softly yeah. in the back, and then you have two minutes to uh, play us out with some maybe just a warning to the Palmers. Speak from your heart and what your goals are here and about believing yourself. Remember like how, how you would talk to Garza or me before we go on stage, like the positive talk you give us. We have a lot of fans. A lot of them are drug addicts. A lot of them are, are artists who want to go forward in their art. Give us some fucking foreigner magic here. There you go. To the Palmers, my name is Feng Chao and I work at the comedy store. Uh, I am very angry all the time, but I'm not bitter. Uh, I want to send out a positive vibe to all the Palmers, big ones, little ones, black ones, white ones. You know, come to the comedy store, talk to me. I will teach you how to be humble and uh, how to be a real comic. That's it. Thank you, man. Great show. Great times. Great comics. Great. We love Feng Chao. All right. That's some real Chinese shit right That's there. That's real <laughs> Chinese shit. All right, guys. This has been the International Bad Boys. Good to be back keep in on, the saddle. On, we'll talk to you guys soon. Take oh, care. YouTube backslash ATC. <laughs> this is all being YouTube. www.youtube backslash ATC. Yes. yes. I love you guys. We'll see you guys next, next week. Let us know who you want to be on our show. Bye. Bye.